Got a surprise for you. What? Switch no foot. Way. Hey guys. Ian, are you kidding me? Came here to play some songs for no 11 years ago, when Ian, Luke, and Lauren were very young, their entire family got into a car accident that killed their parents. Ian suffers from a brain injury and works out in a therapy pool to his favorite song called Souvenirs by Switchfoot. He has one really cool song that he loves. So a few weeks ago, I tossed this out. We should get Switchfoot over here. Uh, yes, we should. <laughs> <laughs> Would that be cool? Yeah, it would be cool. Oh, my gosh. Melissa Coleman, the children's aunt, dropped everything to raise these kids, and that's something to sing about. Here's to the twilight. Here's to the memories. These are my souvenirs. My mental pictures of everything. Ian told the band about the loss of his parents and what the song Souvenirs has meant to him. My uh, parents died 11 or so years ago, and so it just brought a lot of light and hope. You and me together. John Foreman, his brother Tim, and the band's drummer Chad Butler all grew up in the North County. And when they saw Watkins Wellness donated a pool to the family, they decided to dive on in. We just played for, you know, tens of thousands of people in Europe um, with Bon Jovi. And this show for us is equally as important as playing for thousands of people. Welcome to Switchfoot Song Stories, everybody. That audio that you just heard was from about three years ago. Switchfoot went and surprised a family that had a terrible tragedy in their lives. And their favorite song and most comforting song to listen to is Souvenirs. And Switchfoot showed up at their house to play the song live. Uh, It's just one of the many reasons to love this band and their heart, their mission behind the music that they play. Uh, You can find the link to the entire story and video in the show description if you would like. Such a great song, great band, worth talking about for sure. We're going to chat about souvenirs here in just a few minutes. Uh, For now, I'd like to introduce you to this week's guest. It is the Tyler and Tyler experience, or the Tyler and Tyler connection, whatever you want to call it. Because we've got my good friend Tyler Davis on the show. Tyler, how are you, sir? Doing very well, and I thought we went by TNT at one point, and it might have been some, you know, old rock band references or something, but, uh, yeah, whatever. You... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was trademark, so uh, I don't know. I just throw some random names in there, but <laughs> tell the audience a little bit about yourself, your musical endeavors, family life, anything else uh, you, you want to share? Yeah, so um, I am definitely not qualified to be on this show. <laughs> um <laughs> But uh, no, it's all good. Uh, this is a very good life lesson. Of, uh, it's about who you know, not what you know. And uh, <laughs> I'm just glad to, to know Tyler. No, I'm a, I'm a fifth grade uh, teacher. I'm at an elementary school in Indiana and uh, love doing that. Love to uh, get to influence students for the better. Um, and uh, I tell people all the time, I'm like, I'm not necessarily concerned um, if my students know how to divide fractions as much as I'm concerned that they're going to be good humans when they grow up and that they're kind. And so um, it's 
just an amazing thing um, that has been put in my life, and, and I absolutely love to do it. Um, I've got two little ones, a uh, three-year-old and an 18-month-old, and so they keep me on my toes a lot. Um, and I'm married to my high school sweetheart. Uh, we've been together 10 years, married five, um, and she's absolutely amazing. She's a, uh, yeah, she's a, a labor and delivery nurse, and she's studying to be a midwife. And I tell people that solely because I can use the term midwifery <laughs> in a, in a uh, you know, in a sentence. So she's, yeah, she's in midwifery school right now and uh, studying to be a midwife. So very proud of her. And um, yeah, long time listener, first time caller. So pretty, pretty excited to be here for sure. <laughs> I think you might've just been a little intimidated by seeing some of the names we have coming up uh, for the show, but this show is for, everybody and, and switchfoot fans and i know i mean especially with uh if you like switchfoot it means you got great musical taste and we've had some incredible memories with switchfoot that we'll get into um you know our, our friendship for many years and, and we've shared this love for this band and, and i some i was trying to think there's so many to, to choose from but um some of my favorite memories with you and i when it comes to this band um one that jumps to the front we led worship in jacksonville for a youth group jacksonville florida and we did your love is a song, which I doubt many people have done as a worship, you know, in a worship setting. But right. um, we rocked it. I saw baby angels flying over our heads that day. Oh, absolutely! It was, it was that good. <laughs> people, people got the shakes, even you know. It was yeah, just, it was a good time. <laughs> we also um, did uh, during the pandemic a Switchfoot covers live stream. We were taking live requests. Um, and by the way, if you're on Facebook, if you're a member of the Switchfoot John Foreman fan page on Facebook, it's on there. You can scroll back or just, you know, look up live stream and put our names in. Um, I don't even remember how many songs we covered that day. It's probably like 15, wasn't it? Something like that. Well, at, at least. I mean, we were we were pushing over an hour, I think, for like yeah. the, the whole live stream. I don't remember how many songs, but at least 15. And a lot of them were just like, I remember requests. Like we, we did yeah. like probably, I don't know, seven or eight. We were like, oh, yeah, we could definitely do these. And then. People were just like, "Oh, what about this one?" Um, there was there was one. Um, maybe it was your love is strong. Maybe we did that we hadn't practiced. I have to go back and watch the video. But one of them we hadn't practiced, and we did like, I don't know, like a quarter of the song. And I was like, "Yeah, man, I don't know how to play this on guitar anymore." <laughs> we just had to give up on it. But we gave it a you know a valiant effort. So <laughs> it does kind of show, sure. though, you know, being able to pick up, um, you know, pick up the request like that quickly you know, to be able to play. And so that's one, one of my questions I was going to ask you is what's some of your favorite Switchfoot songs to play on guitar? Yeah, that's a, uh, that is a tough question because um, music, they're a very interesting band because, you know, if you just go on your local guitar tab, guitar chord, you know, whatever website, they'll give you your standard, you know, play a G and then an E minor, you know, all these like simple chords. But then when you actually listen to the music, you're like, okay, that may be the major chord or that may be the bass chord. I don't want to get too much into music theory, but, um, but the way that those guys play it, um, actually I remember, um, see what, man, it'd been one of the first songs I learned all the way through. Um, and it was the, uh, the, <laughs> I guess the bootleg version <laughs> of, uh, against the voices, um, where they, I mean, this was way before it came out on the EP. Um, and you know, the, the, the video of them playing it 
in what seemed to be like a gym of a church or something. Um, and they played it just kind of acoustically and it, you know, it was a completely different version that ended up on the record, but I remember learning that. And one of the chords was an F sharp minor. It's like the second chord or something like that. And the way that John plays that chord blew my mind. Like it's not one that you, it's not a way to play it that you'd see anybody play it the way he did. And if yeah. you don't know, if you, if you know guitar, go look it up and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, you know, and there's certain things like that. But if I had to pick one, it would probably be Stars. Mm -hmm. Stars is such a fun song to play both acoustically on electric guitar. Um, it's not one of those that you can just pick up and play. Um, it's fast. The movements are quick. And you've got to be precise. It's not one that you can fake. Um, and, you know, I've always actually, on the drum side of it, chad playing that and the way he plays the rhythm with the guitar um it's it's just a overall just musically it's a good song lyrically as well um but yeah so probably stars would would be my would probably be my favorite to play because it's just so it's so fun and it took me the longest to learn too but it's yeah <laughs> then another favorite memory of mine i think was it south bend or fort wayne that we went to to see the the traveling music show tour wabash Indiana. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wabash. Yeah. 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 That was one of their really fun and, and more memorable uh, tours to at least play a couple of deep cuts, do the, the mashups of songs to take requests in a bottle and all that stuff. And then yeah. obviously that turned into the not traveling music live streams and uh, pretty cool, pretty cool experience and uh, going to Ichthus and yeah. trying to think if there's anything else, but what other Switchfoot memories do you have? Um, also, when did you kind of first fall in love with the band? Yeah, so I guess we could talk about that chronological um, because a lot of the my earliest memories of Switchfoot include you. So, um, so we'll start chronologically. My 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 first like memory of Switchfoot, um, of course, is every human on the planet. Um, mine's a little different, but everybody's like, "Oh yeah, beautiful letdown." That was my. That was my, you know, go-to Switchfoot record. Well, I, I didn't get into that record, but man, did I get into Meant to Live because I, I wasn't listening necessarily to that style of um, alternative music at the time. Mm -hmm. um, but Meant to Live was on every radio station, um, and it was in, um, was it Spider-Man 2? Was that the, the movie? I'm trying to remember which one it was. I, actually, I might completely get that wrong. I'm mixing up with another song. But anyway, thought it was in a movie. Uh, but I, I, I remember hearing Mint to Live um, on, on the local radio station out of Indianapolis for the first time. And that, that one's probably second on my favorite songs to play live. Um, but uh, just, just hammering and then, you know, you start thinking about the lyrics of it. And it's like, holy crap, how did that end up on a rock radio? <laughs> um, and so that's my first social song that I remember. Um, but I remember it was like 2010, 2009, something like that. Um, you invited me to the to the Ichthus Festival um, in Wilmore, Kentucky. Rest in peace. Um, <laughs> but uh, so we we went there, and I hadn't heard of a single band. And I, I remember on the way down there, you're like, "Yeah, Switchfoot's the headliner on whatever Friday night or Thursday night, whatever it was." And uh, you know, you're like, "Oh, have you heard of him?" So like, I don't think I have. Like, it's not coming. Like, you don't know Dare You to Move. You don't know these songs. And like, whatever. <laughs> And they were touring, touring Hello Hurricane, I think. Um, and so, or yeah, they were. Um, 
And so we had this whole conversation. You were like mad at me. Like, I didn't know. And like, you played Men to Live. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I got that one down. But the rest of it had <laughs> no clue. Um, but uh, music festivals are rough, especially when it's in the middle of summer in Kentucky. It's like 150 degrees. And then you try to take a shower, and it's absolutely pointless. But I'll never forget the whatever night it was. I, I want to say it was like a Thursday or Friday night. Um, they're, they're the headliner that night and they've got the little seagulls all over the stage and, um, the, you know, Chad's drum was all decked out with the hello hurricane, uh, graphics and, you know, everything, but they get to play, um, not even a song off of that record, but they get to play stars. And this is like my, you know, flashball memory of it. They get to play stars. Of course you get to the, the bridge of where everything kind of comes down low. And it was, I mean, there wasn't, I mean, it was 150 degrees, but there wasn't a cloud in the sky. It was night. And John had the light guys turn all the lights off. And it was still, I mean, people had phones. We didn't have flashlights on your phone. So nobody like threw their flash. Um, and he just talked about how amazing it is to look up at the stars and just think that this is all bigger than us. And I mean, just went on. And uh, I just remember sitting there, like, for the first time, looking up and, like, really contemplating, you know, my purpose uh, in this life um, and knowing that, you know, there's 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 a higher power out there that's definitely um, got a plan for me. And so I, I just remember that, like, it was yesterday. And then the, the minor drop, minor chord drop, as they start to sing the stars thing again. And then, of course, we're all you know, repeating him with star, you know, stars back and then they end the song. And, um, I'll ne I'll never forget that. It was just such an amazing thing. So that, that's my, I guess, kind of as a twofold earliest switchfoot memory, but my, um, one of my favorite switchfoot memories, well, there's, I guess there's two, but I'll, I'll try to make it quick. <laughs> um, one of them, 2000 and probably 15, maybe. Yeah. I think it was 2015. Um, they were, touring vice versus i think no it'd have been later than that i don't remember what record they were touring oh i'm such a bad switchfoot fan um but they were touring and they stopped in knoxville tennessee which i li uh, lived at at the time um at the historical bijou theater in knoxville tennessee and uh a friend of mine um we were trying to we were poor college students and so we were trying to get tickets to the show um, and a friend of mine's like hey i heard that they were looking for people to help run their merch table and I was like, oh, yeah, sign me up. That gets me the show free? Absolutely. So we, we show up, and it was very weird. Like, we show up, knock on the back door like four or five times, and somebody, like some guy with a radio pops his head out. And he's like, hey, what are you doing? And like, hey, we're just, you know, we heard there's spots for the merch table. And he's like, well, let me guess. And he goes in, he comes back out. He said, yeah, if you want, come in. So anyway, we'd set up merch, and we, uh, we probably half of the show, which is probably why I don't remember what record they were touring. But afterward, um, of course, me being a guitar player, uh, Drew Shirley being one of the biggest influences on how I play electric guitar, um, he, he came out and uh, after the show and just came up to the merch area for almost no reason. Um, and it was right around the time he was launching his Revival Amps company. Um, and so him and I got to, I just like walked up to him, which I rarely ever do if somebody's like, you know, semi-famous i don't want to bug him but for whatever reason i did and um, we had like a good 20 minute conversation uh, about 
his amps about guitars and like i just remember sitting there thinking like why is he keeping this conversation going with me like he should have been like oh thanks man like appreciate it and like walked away <laughs> but uh, he was asking me about like how i played and the amps i used and we started talking about like circuitry within amps it was a whole thing they and it was just show and you know it, it was just i'll never forget that how kind and amazing and genuine that that felt the yeah. second thing you were there this is my second favorite memory and it was during we went and saw him at the uh, indiana state fair yeah a couple got, years we, ago right couple, yeah a couple years ago um we got there early um and actually this was yeah we've seen him twice at the state fair i think you and i have first time we went just you and i and then the second time we went with our wives if i remember right um but one of those times we got there earlier, they were doing sound check. Um, and we, we showed up there and we we're just like jamming out or whatever with them. And I don't even remember what's on there playing. And, uh, John, like he was speaking into his microphone and he like, kind of like looked away for a second and then like started singing again or whatever. And then at the end of the song, he looked, he's pointed at you and he was like, I, why do I know you? <laughs> and like, had like a very quick, like, Oh, I'm Tyler Smith. I run the, you know, Daily John Foreman and, you know, whatever. And um, he was like, oh, yeah, cool, man. Like, yeah. And uh, I was just sitting there like, who, who is this guy? Like, why do I, <laughs> why am I friends with him? What the heck? Um, it was just, it was a fun, fun time as well. So I know that was long and I apologize for that, but so many, so many great memories. I mean, I've seen him live, I think, nine times was this last, last time when they came to White River. Oh, you're slacking in Indianapolis. Yeah, I know. I'm not at 27 or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> whatever you're at. <laughs> Nine's uh, still a good number. Yeah. Yeah. I am surprised though with, um, like stars, your favorite to play and it was your first big moment. So I'm surprised we're not doing stars for the episode. Yeah. So, um, it, it definitely was my, my biggest moment versus record came out. I was, going through it <laughs> um, in my life um yeah i was definitely teetering on um, purpose i was teetering on you know is is my life um worth it i was teetering on you know is faith the way that i want to go um, in my life um, do i really believe in um, the things that i'm saying i believe in um and so that vice versus rec record came out and um it just, I, I, I remember sitting down um, with my best friend at the time and um, we listened to that record like as soon as it came out midnight and we listened to the whole thing. Like didn't skip a track, didn't even like think that we should. And to this day, I don't, there's not a track on Vice Versus that I even want to skip. Mm -hmm. Now, rarely do I skip a song, a switch for a song. Um, but sometimes you're just not feeling it, you know, or whatever. I'm like, yep. ah, okay, I'm not really feeling like, you know, um, a slow song or whatever it is and, or a fast song right now. But like <laughs> vice versa, it doesn't matter the mood I'm in from start to finish. Because when that album came out, I was just really going through it. And um, those, those lyrics hit me. And, and then specifically picking souvenirs, um, I, a lot was changing in my life. Um, and so for me at the time, I, I, mean, I was pretty young at the time and, um, you know, John talks a lot, um, um, about like, we were so young, we had no fear. We had no idea life was just happening. 
Um, and at the time I'm like, man, I'm pretty young. Like I, I have no idea what I'm doing. And then now as an adult with, you know, married two kids, full-time job, like, you know, all this stuff, it's like, I still don't know what is going on. <laughs> uh, life is still happening. Um, and it's some of the darkest times of my life. I've come back to the souvenir songs because, um, well, I don't know if I'm getting ahead of myself or not, but I, I come back to this, this souvenir song um, quite a bit just to refocus, I guess, refocus my my thoughts, my purpose, um, and put it all in perspective. Yeah, this song really um, gets you in the feels. Is that a phrase people say? <laughs> yeah, the cool kids say. <laughs> <laughs> makes you feel something, makes you reflect. And first off, can we just talk about how incredible of a transition it is on the album. Now I know a lot of people out there don't listen to CDs anymore <laughs> and they often listen to playlists or like specific songs one at a time. So they may not listen to full albums front to back as much as they used to. Yeah. But even if you're on a streaming service, go to the album vice versus take your shuffle off mm. and listen to the ending of dark horses, right? Dark horses with the stand up for the dark horses. So it makes a budget. Yeah. That little yeah. Uh, outro that they do into the beginning of souvenirs and marvel at how great of a transition it is. One of the best that they have done. Um, and I'll say that there's some people, and I think even some of John's comments over the years have, have really left this song up for interpretation. There's some people that think it's a song as a reflection of loss, like maybe even a broken relationship or thinking about what once was. Others hear this song and it makes them feel thankful and blessed for all the great memories in their lives. You know, for you personally, and you know, you said it a little bit, but how do you view this song like in light of, um, I guess, both spectrums there? Yeah. So I, um, it, honestly, what, what mood did I wake up in that day? <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, there, when I first heard that song, um, it was like, effective, like, man, I'm blessed, you know, that sort of thing. Um, I, I, I'm not going to say I stumbled upon back upon it on that song, but you know, you, you kind of would on my playlist, switchfoot playlist, you know, I just hit shuffle and of the, I don't even remember how many songs are on there. I'm sure you have that number, but, um, of the hundreds of songs that are on that playlist, um, you know, rarely does it say you hear the same song twice and the whole thing. So anyway, a few years ago, I, I stumbled back upon that song um, when uh, my grandfather passed away um, and uh, my, uh, my aunt passed away. They passed away um, within 24 hours of each other. Um, and my son, my, my oldest son was just born about 10 days before that. Um, I had to go to Israel for grad school three days after um, my oldest was born. Um, and then while I was in Israel, um, my aunt passed, father passed, um, actually like landed in Newark and got a hundred thousand text messages and missed phone calls, um, saying that that had happened. Um, and I remember sitting, um, in Newark airport, um, and luckily my terminal just happened to face, um, the New York, New York city skyline sunrise is coming up, um. And so like the orange glow behind the, the buildings and for whatever reason, that song played. Um, I mean, I just got my all Switchfoot song, you know, We Are Switchfoot or whatever playlist on Spotify, on Shuffle, 
I haven't listened to that song in two or three years probably. Um, and it pops up and I just lost, obviously I just lost it. Uh, yeah. you know, because my, my grandfather was, um, was all of a, all the bit of a father for me. Um, and my, my aunt was, um, you know, second mom to me. Them um, at the same time was just like, man. <laughs> um, and for it to be, um, you know, be dawn and to remember, to be remembering the memories and, and those sorts of things. And, you know, of course, I, I tell people this all the time too. And John talks about it in the song, you know, um, I spent summers growing up um, getting barked orders from my grandpa working on the farm because uh, he was in his seventies and couldn't do what he, you know, uh, what he needed to do, but he had, you know, us young, uh, young guys that could do it. And so um, if I could give anything, like I was, I remember sitting in that moment, I'd give anything to go back to those hot Indiana July's um, and splitting wood to get ready for winter and, <laughs> and him yelling at me cause I'm left-handed doing it wrong. <laughs> um, I would, I'd give anything to go back to that. And so, you know, then, you know, we were so young, we had no fear. We were so young, we had no idea ever. Um, you know, that in that moment, it was like, okay, this is what that means. Like, I took advantage of those moments and had no fear, could care less, like, you know, um, and those, those sorts of things. And, and at that moment, it was like, that's true. Nothing lasts forever. And it, um, it gave me some, uh, some things to think about and, uh, yeah, just kind of re repurpose and, uh, reset my mind. So whatever it is, whether it's, you know, like, oh, I'm so blessed, like, you know, um, you know, God's letting me go so far and I've, I've got to do so many things with him and the, you know, this is amazing. I've gone from that to like, you know, nothing lasts forever. And I grieve those relationships. I grieve those, um, those people that have gone on, you know, uh, those sorts of things. So <laughs> it's, I, I can't say it's one or the other, but it's, you know, what mood did I wake up at that day? And, yeah. uh, and that's what I like the most about it because any, unless, you know, I know you're the, the, um, Wikipedia of Switchfoot, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I have not been able to find something in which John's explicitly says like this, when I wrote this song, this is what I had in mind. Like it's, it's yeah. always been like, yeah, like so some people could be this. I, I even read online um, not too long ago um, that someone um, was talking about, you know, they had just gone through a divorce and um, this song made them like consider or reconsider if they should have gone through that divorce. Like is, is hmm. life really just that meaningless that I'm just going to kind of pass around and like I gave up on this relationship, you know, that those sorts of things. It was a really good blog post about it. Um, and uh, yeah, so, it's, it's all over the place and I love it. Yeah. And like so many of their songs are just up for interpretation and how you're feeling, which I think that's something they want. I think this song has probably been played at funerals and it's been played for wedding dances. I mean, it's just like all over the place. And, and, you know, when I was thinking of favorite lyrics, a couple of them you mentioned, but also how the song ends, like life was just happening. Nothing lasts forever, but also like I wouldn't trade it for anything. My souvenirs. Mm-hmm. So for me, that that really gets me, and they have such incredible way of like making things super personal as they end a, a track. But you know, I I take the song as this beautiful reflection on life, both the good and the bad. Like 
even the bad things that have happened, the scars that we have, it's still a souvenir. Like there's still good that can come from it. Even things that you do miss in life. There's many things that, that I miss or like, Oh, I wish I could have that again or, you know, go through that again. But I still want to look back on those things as lessons or wonderful memories, you know, and I get, I get more reflective um, probably when I'm, alone or I'm listening to music or I'm on a long drive or all the above. And I often just sit there and reflect on life and all the wonderful experiences I've already been blessed to have. And every time I listen to this song, I, it just brings up memories. Like I just start to think about those things, uh, which yeah. is just amazing. Yeah. I, I often too, when I'm listening to it, especially like you get to that last, I don't even want to call it a verse chorus stanza. Um, but, uh, and when I, when I close my eyes and go back in time, if I'm, you know, in that moment, I imagine this older couple um, and one of them is on their deathbed um, and the person who is well is saying this to them. Um, so like with, you know, that, that last stanza, you know, um, you know, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Of course, that's the bridge of it. But I close my eyes, go back in time. I see you smiling. You're so alive, you know. So, I, you know, when I close my eyes, I'm imagining that couple and then the, that person that's well closing their eyes and then seeing kind of like a, you know, a almost cliche 50s film reel going of, you know, them dancing and laughing. And then it's Christmas morning with maybe their kids and, you know, all of these happy memories um, and then, you know, we see the things that that maybe weren't so well, the loss and the grief. And, you know, then that person is saying, hey, you know what? Life was just happening then. The echo of nothing lasts forever. And I'm in this moment here with you and I'm not going to trade those souvenirs, those memories for anything. You know, thank you for the life that you've given. Yeah. Um, and I've always thought that if if this song had a... Uh, um, a proper music video that that would should be the route it goes. <laughs> um, so if there's ever, you know, they ever need a director or a producer, let me know. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool, man. It's just even like pulling up the lyrics today and just looking and, and again, reflecting, obviously like if the song starts playing, it's one of the, one of the many songs where, you know, I'd be able to, to sing with it. But when you just like look almost like poetry, of the words and uh, just memories that come up. And it's like, I always try to tell people, like, I feel like there's highs, highs and lows of every season. So even when you miss something, it, it's, it's usually not always, but usually it's like, I can reflect on how good that was because I miss it. And um, it helped get me to where I am now in this next stage of life and all that stuff. But um, sometimes people just focus too much on the negative, like, Oh, I missed that. But it's like, yeah, but where you're at now, there's, more souvenirs to be made. And like, again, he goes back to that line of wouldn't trade it for anything. Like these, these things that happen good, good and bad. Um, it's all, all souvenir and, and a great reflection. Um, I was reading a interview that a couple of the guys did Jerome, uh, it's just short and sweet, but he said that uh, when I listen to the lyrics, it's always more of reflection, remembering where you came from. For me, remember the path that you've taken 
And when I listen to it, that's where I'm at. But John may have had a different viewpoint on it. I thought that was cool, even that he's like, I'm not exactly sure where John was going with that, but here's how I take it, even though he's in the band. <laughs> right. He doesn't even know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff. You know, what's funny too is if, if we ever get John on this show, he could even admit that sometimes. Like, well, when I wrote it, it was kind of like this. But now, because I mean, he said, you know, sometimes you write a song and two years later you find out what it means. So one of one of my all time favorite John Foreman quotes. I guess yeah, I, uh, if yeah, you ever ahead. have him on your show, sorry about that, but if you ever have him on your show, you gotta ask ask me or ask him what was going on in his mind when he wrote "Bull in a China Shop." I got <laughs> to know. <laughs> um, it's yeah, it's all over the place, and chaotic, but you know, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess the only other question I had kind of uh, written down and this may be super broad, but like what are, and I encourage listeners to think about this too. Like what are your souvenirs in this life? What comes to mind with that? Like to the point question. Um, and again, you, you know, maybe a reiteration of things you've discussed, but like what are your souvenirs in this life? What comes to mind first? Yeah, that's one of those, another one of those questions that whatever chapter of life I'm in, um, there are definitely different, um, I call them spark notes almost, <laughs> um, that I, I just quickly remember. Um, and it, they're all mundane, all of them. Like it's, it's none of this is like, I'm on a mountaintop overlooking this, that I, you know, had this, like all of it is mundane. So like in the current chapter I'm in, of fatherhood um you know that actually tonight um i took my boys out um and it was just just me and the boys <laughs> um, we we went out to eat um went to buffalo wild wings and i was like yeah i could do this <laughs> me and a, two toddlers this will be fun um and you know we, we were sitting there and have, i mean just having a really good time and my boys started like playing together I'm just sitting there like, how blessed am I? This is amazing. <laughs> um, and I was just like in the middle of a, of a B-dubs in the middle of, you know, nowhere, Indiana. And I'm just like, this is amazing. My life is so awesome, <laughs> you know. Um, and I, for, I'll just never, like they've played together before, but for whatever reason, like I'm just always going to remember this one weird moment <laughs> I'm in a, in a B-dubs. Um, in the... Uh, like in another ch chapter of my life, um, I'm remembering like when when my wife and I first got married, um, we went to um, Washington D.C. I think this is our first anniversary. I went to Washington D.C. over the Fourth of July, um, and I remember sitting on the banks of the the uh, yeah that river in Washington <laughs> D.C. the Potomac right? is that what it is. Um, or whatever that river is, uh, just sitting across from the Lincoln Memorial um, and uh, just watching those fireworks, sitting on a blanket surrounded by a billion people um, and just feeling at home because I was sitting right next to my wife and feeling safe and at peace. Um, and of course, you know, if you've never been to Fourth of July in Washington, D.C., you got to go definitely a bucket list saying it's super awesome um 
and then um, another another souvenir, um, another mundane souvenir, um, was when I remember first seeing my wife in high school. I was actually talking to an ex girlfriend, uh, trying to win her back, <laughs> um, and uh, my now wife was sitting literally right next to her in this class, and uh, I had, had mentioned something, and. Katie, she, she like piped up into the, and I like turned my head and was like, Oh, Hey, like <laughs> you exist. <laughs> um, and it was, it was a really awesome moment. I actually told my best friend later that day, we got in the car after school and I was like, I think I found the girl I'm going to marry. <laughs> and, um, luckily that panned out. <laughs> so now I get to tell that story. Um, but I, I remember that moment. Um, I remember another moment of sitting around a campfire in the middle of the woods with surrounded by 15 of the closest people I've ever um, been with in my life um, and just laughing and reminiscing on being younger and um, excited uh, of where this journey is going to take us. So, um, you know, I, I, I could go on and on about those little mundane things, but though I, I think that that is what, John or, and Tim, I think they both, I think that's what they both had in mind um, when, they, when they wrote it is, you know, it's not a souvenirs that we're, we're talking about, you know, it's not necessarily um, the, um, you know, first time you got this big, awesome promotion and, you know, or the first time you, um, you hiked up a mountain or so, you know, whatever. It's nothing, nothing like these amazing things yet. They are. And I'm sure they're going to be lifelong memories, but it's the little things. It's the, you know, yeah, it's not the trophies or the plaques or the, the money right. or the followers, that kind of stuff. It's the more important things, right? Hearing your kids laugh for the first time, you know, um, remembering the first time they scraped their knee, you know, th those sorts of things that, and nobody's going to remember that about anybody else. You don't even remember that about yourself, but seeing that, you know, those mundane things, that's the, um, those, those are the true souvenirs, those things that, um, uh, uh, you know, you, you can take with you throughout your life. That's, that, I think that's, that's where it's at. Yeah. Very well said. I hope that, uh, anybody listening to this can maybe even just feel a little more reflective because it's always important because man, I think a lot of the, my, my best decisions in life or my best, like, um, I don't know, I guess just, just choices of change or, you know, conversation I need to have or thing I need to do has always come after some reflection. And a lot of it is about gratitude and, and you know, being thankful. So my encouragement to listeners is reflect on your life and be grateful for what you have. And don't worry so much about the things you don't. And to also know that even if there are things that you miss in life, Maybe it was just for a season. Maybe God's got something else in mind for you in the future. Just like Tyler Davis in the high school sweetheart situation. You just never know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and thankfully, um, thankfully it did all pan out because I'd, I'd be uh, worried. It's one of those things when you look back, you're like, man, that didn't go exactly how it went. <laughs> um, how, where would I be at today? So um, yeah, definitely that of gratitude. Yeah. Love it. I appreciate you joining. And I think, um, I think we've got a lot of Switchfoot chapters um, in our friendship ahead. 
since I am the the Wikipedia of the band, I will tell you when we should go next see them and uh, we'll make it a blast. <laughs> yeah, and I'm actually sad a little bit because the next show I'm going to go see, you won't be there. Oh, man. So You're going to have to I, FaceTime me. <laughs> I am, I, I've never been so pumped in my life for a Christmas album <laughs> than yeah. I am of Switchfoots and, um, you know, still trying to make it work, still trying to get up to Fort Wayne, but I took the day off work already. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully that gives me more motivation to go up there, but um, real excited uh, to, to see the, the Christmas album and the, the Christmas tour. That'll be a good time. Yeah, I forget. What do I have going on? I got a game or something. I'm... Yep. 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 You do. Maybe, maybe it'll snow out and I'll uh, get into a plow and drive. <laughs> this this is the only time so for other listeners to Tyler and I have coached together um, for the past three years and um, just due to life circumstances um, and craziness um, I had to step back and resign from that position um, this year and so Tyler's continuing on um, being the head coach of that team and uh, I'm not and I've missed a lot of it seeing um, different things but this is the first time when i was like ha, i get to go to this switchfoot concert and you know <laughs> it's the first and only time that i've been yeah like, okay i'm glad i'm not doing it now <laughs> um but, well you need to bring your bring your vhs camcorder and record the whole thing oh absolutely yeah <laughs> i will and yeah blow the dust off of the old uh vcr and and uh get it going yeah. <laughs> if anybody out there you know we've it, you know, if you uh, remember, it's been a few years, but if you remember that live stream or if you wanted to see another one, we would love to get back in our little studio and do part two, Switchfoot, live stream, taking requests. It's a lot of fun to do it. So maybe we'll do that again, even if people don't want us to. Maybe we'll do it again. Yeah, no, I, we, we need <laughs> to get the band back together anyway. I was actually thinking that the other day uh, when I was um, we were uh, I was gigging and we were playing a Bon Jovi song. Um, and I was like, how did Switchfoot go on tour with Bon Jovi? <laughs> like, I, yeah. I thought that, and then I was like, man, I need to get back together with Tyler. We need to play Switchfoot songs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, so good, good times all, all <laughs> Love it. Thanks for coming on. And, uh, I'm going to leave the listening, uh, listeners, I guess. I don't know where I was going with that. The listeners with. Uh, John Foreman singing souvenirs when he did his live, one of his live from home performances over the pandemic it's a beautiful rendition and i uh, look forward to future shows we got some uh, artists coming up from new world sun and stars go dim um hopefully we've been talking to rob machado hopefully we'll get him here in the next month or so a lot of good stuff coming appreciate everyone who's listening and supporting and following subscribe share all that jazz all that good stuff thanks again tyler and check out the show description for all that you need and here is john singing souvenirs thanks a lot greetings everybody i want to play a song called souvenirs it goes like this
had no fear We were so young We had no idea That life was just happening Our lives were just happening Here's to your bright eyes Shining like fireflies These are my souvenirs The mental pictures of a life Good night, y'all.